Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Rome Business Radio. I am Roger Manus, and this is the Hardy Realty Show. And thank you so much for joining us. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. And our Hardy Realty representative with us today is Melissa Williams. Hello, Melissa. How are you? Hello. I'm great. How are you? I am just hunky dory, as we say down south. That is my standard response because we're uh, because we're global here on Rome Business Radio. You know, people may be listening to us anywhere in the world, and they may not have heard hunky dory, uh, but it, it it means all as well. Um, and Melissa, would you mind introducing our guest today? Absolutely, Kristen Warden is. Um the head of the leader of um, Brighter Birthdays, which is a nonprofit here in in Rome. Um, And I'll let her share more about it and how it got started and what she does. But she is um, amazing, wears many hats in the organization, but but truly an amazing, amazing leader in that organization. Hi, Kristen. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for joining us here in the Zoom room. I often uh, also throw this in before we get started. Our studio is at the Rome News Tribune, but we've kind of been out of the studio due to COVID, but we're going to get back in there the week after Labor Day. So so we'll be we'll be doing face to face again, but right now we're face to face on Zoom. So if you'll just pick up Kristen where where Melissa left off, tell us a little bit about Brighter Birthdays. Sure. Brighter Birthdays, as Melissa said, is an organization here based in Rome, Georgia. And our main purpose is to make sure that the children of Rome City and Floyd County feel celebrated on their birthdays. And we do that in a number of different ways. Um, Primarily, what we do is work with the schools and we deliver backpacks filled with toiletries, gifts, party supplies and school supplies um, to the children in their schools, which they feel could benefit from what we do. Okay, this is a fantastic thing. I had, to be honest with you, I had not heard about it until Hardy Realty said you were going to be the guest this this month on their show. So I Googled, I went to your website. Uh, Tell us about the genesis of it. Where did this idea spark? How did it start? Uh, Because it it just sounds so awesome. So it, it started several years ago. I was homeschooling and both of my daughters had health issues and we were looking for a way to get involved in the community. And it was Christmas time and I was seeing emails and posts and um, just information everywhere from our churches about families in our community that needed help celebrating Christmas. At the same time, I read an article in a magazine about a group in Dallas, Texas that helped children in their community celebrate birthdays. And I started to put two and two together and think, well, how do all these families that need help celebrating Christmas, how do those children celebrate birthdays? Because next to Christmas and the winter holidays, um, birthdays are way up there on children's lists of things they look forward to. And so it sort of started from there. We decided that my family, we were going to just make some homemade cards and put some candy in with some food bags that were distributed through the local school community. Other homeschool families found out about it. Other businesses found out about it, started giving us things to include in the birthday packages. And we said, wow, we've got something here. So we formed a nonprofit and here we are. Well, once a good idea gets rolling, the, the help showed up, huh? That's true. Yes, it definitely sort of just fell into place for sure. Well, it's what's interesting is, uh, as I mentioned, one of the things I praise Hardy Realty about is when we do the monthly podcast and Jimmy Byers and Chris Kerr and the team of which Melissa is, is a member, um, you know, we they, they take their podcast to celebrate what's happening in Rome 
and Floyd County and Northwest Georgia, the good and positive things, uh, the community service organizations, things like this. We don't talk about house sales or, you know, what's available or virtual tours or any of that, um, which is just how, you know, because Hardy Realty's heart is in the right spot in their support of the community. Um, so um, I, I say that because most of the organizations that we've had on, um, some of them have a national tie-in. But this is this is started here. This is local. This is, yes, this is local. And we went from serving um, 250 kids to last year serving around 3000. So um, we really and we're serving as Melissa will talk about kind of what her role has been in the organization. We're serving in various ways. So I told you about the primary way, but where we see a need to help kids celebrate their birthdays, we try to jump in and make sure that they have that birthday celebration. Okay, Melissa, she opened the door for you there. <laughs> she did. She did. Um, kind of branching off of Brighter Birthdays organization um, is the teen mom program that they have. And um, basically, um, these teen moms are um, counseled, loved, guided. And um, when they have their child um, given a, a diaper cake, um, which and that has supplies and um Afghans that people have hand knitted or crocheted, just wonderful things like that. And then to open that program up a little more, um, Brighter Birthdays decided to follow these children with a teen mom program for the first five years. And so every um, year on these children's birthdays for the first five years, they get a developmental toy that um, for their birthday. So um, kind of kind of lessens the load for the parent a little bit, um, making sure they have a really nice gift and um, and also making it a developmental toy. So it will be educational or something that will support um, child development. Okay, so Kristen, you primarily you work with schools to get these gift bags distributed. Um, like you, you mentioned a number or two earlier, but like how many schools in our area do you work with? And again, if you could touch on how many kids you've, you've, uh, given birthday bags to over the last several years. So, you know, I'm actually, I need to total that up because I feel I, I we should be nearing the 10,000 mark as right. far as the number of backpacks that we've handed out total. Um, but I need to get that exact number together now that we've wrapped up this year, but yes, we've worked with every single school in Floyd County and Rome city. We've worked with schools in Polk and Chattooga as well, as well as the Boys and Girls Clubs in both Rome and in, in Floyd County and in Polk and Chattooga. So you you form these relationships with the schools, and then the schools help you determine which students need yeah. the assistance? We do not give them guidelines because they know their students better than we could know. So we don't say it has to be this student only. It has to be a student that receives free or reduced lunch, although the vast majority of the children that receive those, that's probably the case. But it could be a parent that's that it could be a child that's in a family where the parents aren't involved or have lost a parent recently or um, any new any number of reasons. We don't we tell them if they feel like that child could benefit on their birthday from what we do, then go ahead and give them the backpack. So you trust the people at the school who have the personal relationships with these these kids. And what's what's the what's the age group? We are um, we well with the Teen Mom program. We're we've got birth through five there, but um, we go all the way from the pre K programs to high school. Wow, 
Okay, so you are you are funded by donations and gifts from individuals, businesses. Can you share with some of the maybe the businesses that have helped to support you? Um, yes, well, Hardy has given us backpacks in the past, and they've also, I think, recently they just um, Melissa just contacted me. They did a drive for Hardy supplies for us, so that's fantastic. But um, Floyd Hospitals worked with us through the years, and they give us um, things like water bottles and. It, a lot of the corporations where we have partners, they choose to um, give us items to put in the backpack. So we let them know this is what we're looking to put in the backpack next year. And then they pick one of those items and they order it with their logo on it. And we're happy to put that in there. Um, Newbie Stall, which is a wealth management group here in town, has been a, an extremely generous donor to us over the last few years. We've been able to really grow our program through their donations. Um, but there, I mean, there are so many small businesses and Chick-fil-A, larger businesses in town that through the years have given us either items or cash donations to help us do what we do. So on the, on the distribution side, you have X number that you need to take to this school on this day. Well, it may just be one birthday, I guess, on that school at that day. Uh, or, or, so is this something you're literally having to do every day because birthdays just run the gamut of the schedule? So it depends on the school. Yeah. Um, We've, we've really tried to streamline it so that we're not a burden to the schools, but a true blessing. So it depends on the school and what how, the best way to work with our contacts. So there are a few schools in town where we actually provide a birthday backpack for every single child in the school. And so for those schools, we'll either come in and pre-COVID, we would come in for monthly birthdays and all the children with birthdays in that month would be called into the cafeteria and we'd have cupcakes and we'd hand them their backpacks. And it was really fun. Um, some school, another one of the schools where we actually two of the schools where we serve all of the children, they um, do morning announcements. So they'll call the birthdays out on their morning announcements. And those children know that um, they can come up to the office and get their birthday backpack. And uh, so when we, you can imagine that when we go to do our deliveries for those schools uh, and we show up in our brighter birthdays, t-shirts and hats and things, we are like the Pied Piper leaving all the children down the hall. They're all <laughs> wanting to tell us that their birthday's coming up or that they just got their birthday back last week and what their favorite thing was in there. And so, yes, it's, it's very, very fun. Oh, so, so as part of the organization, people who volunteer for you or work with you, they get to experience the gift of the giving. It's not something distributed through the school to the classroom and, and you're separate from the process. You are very much in the process of seeing those bright, smiling faces. As much as the schools will let us. Yes. Yeah. And then the, what their schools, some of the other schools will either make monthly drops or it, it, again, it just depends on the schools and what's best for them because we know that typically we work with guidance counselors and administrators and those people are, very overworked. So we try to respect their time and their efforts. Sure. Um, well, it's interesting. You touched on something a little earlier, and I guess we you know, jaded may be the wrong word as we get older. Another birthday comes and a birthday goes and we don't think about it. But you talked about how special it was as a child, and it kind of got me reminiscing. Um, we kind of take that for granted as adults Absolutely. that uh, – you know, okay, it's just another birthday, but to kids, it is incredibly special. Melissa, you're nodding your head. You want to chime in here about yeah. what this organization means? Absolutely. Um, every part of this organization is special, um, from the volunteers that come in and help pack the bags to the volunteers that take the bags to um, the volunteers that hand them out, whatever. But seeing those kids, um, I know my mom always, whether we had enough money or not, always made birthdays 
the most special time of the year for you. And so I can't imagine these children not celebrating a birthday, not having a party hat or a horn or a balloon. And um, I, I think people, um, I think people just don't realize how many children um, are not celebrated. Um, maybe it's financially, maybe it's um, lack of, you know, support, whatever it is. But um, I, I you know, you see kids that come in with cupcakes, um, their parents come into cupcakes with the school because I was, I was an educator for 25 years before I did real estate. So moms would bring in cupcakes and stuff and you'd have this great celebration for a child, but there was always children in the room that, that moms didn't do that for. And, um, most of the time the teacher's making up that, um, for that child. And so it's great for, for writer birthdays to come in and kind of fill that gap because there's just a great need there. Well, yeah, because I guess it's not just about the day and that one gift. It's about everybody in that child's circle celebrating it with them. Right. Exactly. Um, it's funny. I'm just sitting here reminiscing uh, about a <laughs> a birthday party I had when I went to West End Elementary at Greenland Skating Rink out in West Rome. <laughs> and we had a heck of a great time. But, but right. yeah, I take that for granted because we mm-hmm. celebrated birthdays in my household growing up. Um, Kristen, I mean, any, any, I think this could be a national thing. I mean, how big are you thinking? (laughs) Well, you know, it's, it's all in the resources and the relationships and it's very relationship heavy organization. We have to have the relationships with the people that are in, you know, the, the lives of these children day to day. And so, yes, I mean, it's easily something that can be picked up and transferred into another school system as long as you have someone that is willing to maintain those relationships with the schools so that we have access, you know, easy access to the children um, that are needing what we do. I, I, I wanted to come back to one thing that you were saying about, you know, how we all think so fondly of our remembering our birthdays as a child. Um, when we first started doing this, we don't hear this as much anymore, which I think is, um, is, is it's, it's very special to me that we don't hear this as much anymore. Because when we first started doing this for the first couple of years, whenever we'd go into a new school, we constantly were receiving feedback, especially from the guidance counselors, that when they would bring children into their office, they would, um, the child would not even know it was their birthday. And so we hear those stories all the time. And I think we're not hearing that as much anymore because we're We're in those schools making sure that those children do know it's their birthday and that we are celebrating them. So I think that's one really cool thing that I never considered that there would be children in our community that would not even know that it was their birthday. Um, until the guidance counselor came and then did that and, and talk, spoke to them about it. And these guidance counselors tell us over and over, you know, this is a way that they get to call them into their office for a positive thing, for a fun thing, instead of just to talk about some kind of trouble or some sort of, you know, some trouble in the home or some trouble at school. So well, that just yeah, breaks sorry my- for the derail, but I, I thought that was a, a cool yeah. point to make. Yeah, that's not a derail. It, it just breaks my heart. Um, <laughs> Um, but thankfully this is addressing it. It's interesting. You also said again, um, I can remember my siblings and I, uh, there was a, maybe they still do this <laughs> gathering around the radio because in Rome back in the seventies, they would announce your birthday on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would imagine it's a similar type thrill. If you hear your name announced on the PA system at school, depending mm-hmm. upon your age, you know, at 17, it might be uncool, but it's <laughs> at, at, at eight, right. well, at, at eight maybe it's not. 
Yeah, the high schools are definitely handled differently. We right. don't, don't and middle schools as well. It's different for elementary. Um, but yeah, middle school and high school, the, the the program looks a lot different because we do want to respect the age and make sure that what we're doing is age appropriate. So yeah, so yeah, I, I'm I'm joking with you, uh, but I I, I've, I guess there was a little merit of truth in there. Um, how did how did COVID affect you with all the school shutdowns? How did you guys navigate? that well not shutdowns but remote learning how, how did you navigate all of that wow so yes um we we definitely had to regroup and figure out and last year was by far our biggest year in a, diff- a few different ways we realized that the kids needed us more than ever because they're some of them are isolated at home and you know if, especially if they don't have parents that are at home or parents that are working and they're they're by themselves anyway we we realized that they needed us more than ever so we stepped up to the plate and not only provided backpacks but we provided um, our normal birthday backpacks but we provided hand sanitizer and masks to the schools as well um, in the very beginning when things were hard to find um, we we did that um, and the guidance counselors have really stepped up we've had a number of schools where the guidance counselors are making home visits on the birthdays to deliver the backpacks to make sure that those kids that aren't in school in person were still being celebrated. So uh, we just really um, appreciate the effort that went in to make these kids still feel special. This sounds like a, a full-time thing. Did, did you intend for this to be a full-time thing? It's, it sounds more than full-time. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Good question. <laughs> but, but, but you can't stop it now, can you? No, no, no. Talking about no. a train that's derailed, it just kept rolling right over. Uh, and uh, and the, the, the people that are, that are surround this organization – really have a heart for what they do. I mean, it is an amazing team of people. Melissa knows this because she's worked with them. Absolutely. Really, really are focused on what's best for the children mm-hmm. and the best way to utilize our resources um, as effectively and efficiently as possible. Of course, we don't have any paid employees. Everyone's volunteer, full-time volunteer. So, um, so anyway, all the money that that we receive as donations in one way or another goes straight to the kids. Oh, so every dollar. That's fantastic. Yes. So Melissa, did, have we touched on this before? Or was it, how did you get involved? How did I get involved? Um, you know, when I came out of education and went into real estate, um, very different type of um, business. So um, still wanted that touch of, um, with children some way. So I wanted to find an organization that, you know, the children was um, the passion I had as an educator, still had that passion and still wanted to do something. Um, So found the organization really because, you know, they affect children's lives. Um, As a um, teen mom myself years ago, um, the teen mom program spoke to me volumes. And so immediately um, when I, when Kristen told me about the team mom program, I was like, yeah, that's where I need to be. Um, that's, that's who I want to, to give back to if possible. So, um, so yeah, so um, that's, that's the way I got, got in with Kristen and, and brighter birthdays and, and just are amazed at what they do every year. Uh, Kristen. So how did, how did the connectivity and Melissa may have touched on this a little bit earlier. How did the connectivity go from, you know, brighter birthdays to the teen mom thing. How did that all come together? Uh, I actually was asked to join um, a board of a teen mom 
uh, nonprofit here in town. Okay. And so it just it was a natural fit for us to start also serving those moms. We also, we serve the kids, but we also serve the moms. We make sure that they have a little something on their birthday as well. Well, that's okay. That's fantastic too. This has got, right. this has got a lot of great ideas. <laughs> well, it's, it, and the, the, the little pathways are pretty natural. We work also with Restoration Rome and the foster parents, and we have a toy chest inside of Restoration Rome for those right. families. And so, yeah, so anywhere we see a kind of a natural fit where we might be missing a group of children, we try to fill that hole. Okay. So uh, it's only a few years old, you mentioned, right? When did you actually mm-hmm. start? Do you remember? We we are oh. we just celebrated our fifth or our fourth birthday. Fifth birthday. Fifth birthday. Fifth, I was gonna so say fifth birthday. We've celebrated in person every year and this year we didn't get to. So yes. So did you give yourself a backpack? Well, we ha- we throw ourselves a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always really fun. So yes. Okay, so in five years, what have what have been the biggest obstacles, I guess? Is it the fundraising? Is it the is it the donations? What's what's been the toughest challenges as this thing got rolling? This year in particular, because we didn't we didn't go out and seek donations nearly as much as we usually have. And a lot of the avenues in which we typically fundraise, grants weren't doing cash donations any this year. Um, a lot of our, like our night at the Braves stadium, that didn't happen. Um, we usually go and speak in the various churches that hasn't happened in two years. Uh, so a lot of the ways that we are able to go out and talk to people about what we do and fundraise haven't been able to happen. So we've really had to get creative about, uh, raising money and making that money go as far as possible. Um, so we're hoping this year we can start to pursue some of the normal ways that we have to fundraise because, um, yeah, because our, our expenses aren't going down. We're finding more and more children and more and more schools that want to be involved. Um, we want it, We don't want to say no to those schools. So, so how many and how many volunteers do you have? You were you were praising your volunteers. How many people help? And and what's the what are the various things the volunteers can do? They can pack bags. They can deliver. Just take me through the process of a volunteer. So pre-COVID, we would have opportunities for hundreds of volunteers to get involved because, in particular, the packing of backpacks. Um, that we would have groups either come to us at Restoration Rome or we would go to them um, and they would form assembly lines and pack the backpacks and help us get all that ready. We had, we, they could sign birthday cards, they could put together the party supplies, and they could do fundraising things for us. So pre-COVID, we would have that. Um, this past year, we've really had between, we had some junior service league people that were placed with us. So they were extremely instrumental in helping um, us get tough stuff, but we were, we were doing a lot of packs with just our team of about 10 people or so. So, um, so yeah, so, but we've got, we've got people that are contacts with the schools and that do the delivery. We've got people that handle like our inventory and making sure that we have enough quantity of everything that we need. We've got people that go out to, um, to secure those items and make sure we're getting the best pricing. Uh, we've got people that do our social media. That, those are kind of the big areas of volunteers. Well, it's funny. You mentioned social media, I guess being a, well, now you just celebrated your fifth birthday. So, um, you've been around a while. Uh, have you, have you found it? 
difficult almost to establish your brand so that people know what you are because you were a startup five years ago, just like any right. other business, even though this is a nonprofit and it's charitable and it's serving kids, people still have to know who you are, what you do, and you have to market yourself. So uh, what were the challenges there, getting the word out yeah. about your mission? Yes, and marketing ourselves without spending money to do so, right? right, right. I mean, that's, you know, that's the hard part, um, especially since some of the social media outlets have changed the way that they were, you know, do their thing, where they really do want you to promote by spending money. So that has been a challenge for us. But yes, I mean, the biggest way that we try to get our name out there is really by going out to groups and organizations and just sitting down and talking to them about what we do. Um, and it's hard. It, it, most people get very, very excited when they hear about what we do. And it does tug on heartstrings because everyone remembers celebrating special birthdays as a child. So you do you do have a special place in your heart and you do want to make sure that those children feel celebrated. So, yes. So it's, it's just kind of getting in front of people, which, of course, with COVID has been more challenging. Well, then you've got you've got organizations like Hardy as well, the businesses which we which we touched on earlier that help with financial support. But what can average citizen do that's listening to this podcast? What what can they do to help? Volunteer them their time, donate donate items. What do you yes. what what items do you need? So every month on social media, we put out our need of the month for July. It's pens. We need 3,000 of them, so we need a lot. So um, the people always say, how many do you need? I'll send you 10 or 20. I mean, 10 or 20 is great. We will use them. But you're not, you know, you're not going to send us more than we need. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and they, will, they will eventually get used. If you do send 4,000, fine, we'll exactly. take 4,000. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That will make my life easier when I go to try to do it the next time around. So, yes, exactly. every month on social media, we post a need of the month. And it's going to be something like that. Last month, it was balloons. It's going to be something that you can pick up at your local Walmart or Dollar Tree um, and is affordable. So we do that every single month. Um, as far as if they somebody wanted to be more interested in purchasing like an item that would have their logo on it or something, they would contact me. Um, at, and I, I have an email info at brighterbirthdays.org that I check. And uh, so that would be a way to get in, in touch with me. And I can let you know where we have openings for corporate or for sponsors where somebody could put their logo on something. Um, monetary donations are done through PayPal or through our website. Um, and uh, or if this one, but we definitely, definitely need teams of people to pack backpacks this year, this coming school year. We'll be starting that in the beginning of August. So we are definitely looking for people that if, you know, if they're comfortable getting out or maybe they come with a group they're already meeting with regularly. So they're comfortable being with that group. We have a very large space and restoration room where we can pack. So we're not on top of each other. So um, but we do need organizations to pack backpacks for us for the schools for next year. Oh, well, hopefully the world is getting back to normal um, mm-hmm. uh, on this COVID stuff and getting kids back in school and, and, and just getting face to face again yes. <laughs> and, and uh, that, uh, help with your assembly line of, of uh, packing your backpacks. Um, so let's just kind of go around and get some final thoughts here. Um, Melissa, if you ch- could just talk a little bit about, I guess, what the organization means to you. Uh, and then we'll let Kristen do her final goodbyes with contact information, social media, and stuff like that, so people know how to follow and get involved. But um, just, Melissa, your thoughts on this great organization. Absolutely. Uh, I think this organization is is touching lives, um, children's lives, in a very different way than most organizations have touched them. Um, making their birthday special um, is just an incredible 
an incredible gift um, to these kids. Um, the Teen Mom organization, Kristen even works, she didn't touch on this, but Kristen works with these teens mom, these teen moms um, and talk about their financials and you know how to budget money and, and do these things as well. Um, I was so fortunate to have an incredible tribe around me when I was a teen mom, um, but there are many, many, many that don't. So um, just making that mom feel special, that child feel special um, during those early years um, of, you know, with support, with, with sweet gifts, developmental gifts, whatever. Um, Brighter Birthdays, I think, is just an organization that has brightened many children's worlds um, and, and days, um, especially through the COVID when so many kids probably needed it the most and did not have the outlet of school to make them feel special. So I, I can't brag on this organization enough. I can't brag enough on Kristen and just her one man army. And is literally what she is. She is, a, um, she has a lot of great support and volunteers, but she is, she is a force to reckon with when it comes to organization and, and, um, and making sure that she never tells anybody no. So um, I, I just, I think she's such a blessing to our community. Wow, that's quite an introduction there, Kristen, or or, no, a, no, or, or a summation, I guess, since we're wrapping up the show. Um, so, uh, first of all, to second that, thank you. This was a great idea, and um, obviously, you were touching lives every day. So, anybody that is interested in volunteering or donating, I would love for you to provide contact information, you know, with some specifics: website, social media, email address, phone number. How can people get involved uh, and help you in this in this uh, pursuit? Yes. Um, so uh, I also want to say that we will be putting up our, if somebody is interested in helping us out with that teen mom program, we usually have an Amazon wish list, And so we're going to be revitalizing that and putting that back out there. So that's a way for you to buy the developmental toys that she was talking about. Right. Um, and Melissa was talking about specific, you can buy them directly from Amazon and have them shipped um, to us. And then we use them on the birthday. So, um, so that's, Yet another way, if somebody wanted to do something a little bit more than say balloons or pens, but so, my, so um, I'm sorry. So that that has been set up or is going to be set up. It has been set up. We haven't renewed it for this next coming year. Okay. The, the Teen Mom program is is off for the summer, so we'll be starting it back up again in the next month or so. So we've got to we, we've got to make that list again for the mm-hmm. what the gifts will be for this coming school year. Gotcha. So. Okay. Didn't mean to interrupt you. See your contact so, information. <laughs> No, that's okay. So yes. Yeah, so again, my, you can reach me at info at brighterbirthdays.org. That email comes straight to me. Um, our web address is www.brighterbirthdays.org. And uh, don't cash donate or uh, PayPal donations can be made through that website. And um, yeah, so I, and Melissa, I just want to thank you very much for Absolutely. inviting me here today. And those very sweet words. You are very generous. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um, and yeah, and we are, you know, if anybody is interested in volunteering or even signing cards, we get handmade cards that are mailed to us from card makers all over the country and they all need to be signed. Um, so if anybody wants something just to do in their home, even something as simple as that, that is something that needs to be done. So we have a volunteer spot for anybody that's interested in wanting to get involved with us. And your social media handle is brighter birthdays or it is. Yes. Um, yes. Um, it's brighter birthdays on Facebook and, um, and on Instagram. Yeah. 
social media handle. I'm getting old. I remember when when uh, CB radios came out in the 70s, and they that was people had handles on CB radio, and now we talk about. Social media. <laughs> You're showing your age, right? Yeah, smoking the <laughs> smoking the bandit was a was a, from my childhood. Yes, I Absolutely. am. I am showing my age. Uh, well, thank you so much. This was a, f- a very informative show for a great organization. Um, I just uh, I wish you all the the luck in the world. And, and, uh, I know we're on a podcast, but you should have seen Kristen's face when I said, joked earlier, I said, wow, this sounds like a full-time job. And then some, and Kristen was like, oh yeah, (laughs) but it's a labor of love. It's a labor of love, right? 100%. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, thank both of you so much. This has been fantastic. (laughs) You've been listening to the Hardy Realty Show here on Rome Business Radio. I'm Roger Manus, and we broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studio, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.